support comes from the Wiregrass Archives at Troy University's Dothan campus, identifying and preserving historical documents and photographs for research related to the Wiregrass region. More information at troy.edu slash wiregrassarchives. So I'm very lucky to have some guests on the show today. I have some somewhat local guests. I guess you could say that because I think they live a few hours from where we are in Alabama. And their names are Dawson and Tania Hull. And Tania is the principal clarinetist of the Jackson Symphony. And her husband, Dawson, is a um, pianist, a, a very gifted arranger and composer. And they're here today. So thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Now, you have a CD that came out some months ago called Reflections, and um, I've been listening to it recently, and uh, it's a really gorgeous CD from the outside, but the arrangements are really good, too, and it's a kind of music that you don't usually get from a clarinet piano CD. So, uh, Dawson, will you kind of talk about this? And the reason I'm asking you is because you're the one who did the arrangements on this. Right. Thank you. So thanks for your uh, kind words about the, the music. We were, um, this was kind of a, a, a brainchild of ours, something that was in the works for about 10 years. Um, I, I wrote my first clarinet arrangement, I, I, actually even, even longer than that. I think in, uh, in 2010 is when I you know, kind of really started writing for the two of us to, to play together. You know, how how, um, you know, when, when you look back over you know, the composers, uh, classical composers, their career, like Haydn is famous for having his Esterhazy Orchestra there, just an orchestra that was always there that could play play anything that he had written. Well, that, Tania mm-hmm. is like my own personal uh, Esterhazy <laughs> Orchestra. So I, I love to write uh, write things that, that I know I can, you know, give it to her and say, hey, let's, let's, let's play this together. So um, that's around 2010 is when I wrote the first um, arrangement for, for the two of us. And that's, that's kind of when my style started to develop. And I've kind of found this niche of, of writing or arranging um, traditional hymns for, uh, for clarinet and piano and ones that are really geared toward and written with the classical musician in mind. Of course, I, you know, I've never written anything that Tania has not been able to play, which is, you know, she spoils me as a, um, as you know, as, as someone who who I can write for, and um, and then I, I write for for myself as as a pianist, being you know classically trained, and so I instead of putting myself in a kind of like a box that you know if, if you wrote for a publisher, I've I've talked with publishers before and said, hey, you know, would would you be interested in in publishing some of my arrangements, not necessarily clarinet, arrangements like solo piano things, and they said yes. Uh, the market that that we have, or what we are are requesting uh, from our rangers, is something in the intermediate to easy or late intermediate um, level. So there's not much of a market for, um, you know, long arrangements that are hard. They're difficult to play. But that so all of these, I kind of just write them for us, and we share them with with others. But over um, from 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 2010 till uh, really until 2022, I just I wrote I wrote these arrangements that on our CD is 10, 10 of them. I, I didn't include some ones that are kind of you know written on Christmas carols and things like that. So we I didn't want to make the albums seasonal. 
Yeah. So that it kind of re- represents um, about uh, you know about 12 years worth of writing for the two of us. But just this was the first time that we had you know just took you know uh, took the time to finally record them professionally and share them with everybody in on an album. Yeah, well, I uh, was listening to this and, and, and knowing that these are hymns, uh, but they're done in such a um, virtuosic way in some, in some ways. <laughs> the clarinet part is, is not sight-reading material. <laughs> the piano part is um, very active. And I was listening to this thinking, like, do I know any of these hymns? And I totally know these hymns. And um, I, I think people from various religions will recognize... Um, these hymns. I mean, one that we'll uh, listen to today, "Amazing Grace." I mean, that one's a kind of a universal hymn that I think um, I think is is heard around the world. In fact, I just was listening to a an interview with Ed Sheeran, and I guess he's closing his show now with "Amazing Grace." So mm-hmm. it's uh, something that that is recognized. Um, but typically, when I play. Um, at churches, and, and I, I get to as a clarinetist and of different religions, um, the music that I that I play is usually like accompanying a choir or playing in an orchestra, but it's it, it's very rare that I would play like a solo with piano. So mm-hmm. um, this feel, fills a, a specific uh, need, I think, uh, for clarinet players who play gigs at church. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just say too, like you kind of, touched on the the whole point of our of the name of our album too i don't know if you were going to ask about that but oh yeah um, reflections like yeah like but one of it has two meanings but one of them is um to try to take some of these old hymns and reflect the you know the tradition and the text and um the truth proclaimed in these hymns but reflect um, or to reflect that, um, but to give it a new spin in a classical style, um, you know, that just kind of touches on a different, a different way to hear them, a different way to listen, but it still reflects back to the, you know, original traditional hymns that people will recognize. Yeah, absolutely. And I was listening, um, you know, I'm listening to, to all the, the great playing and the, and passages that I assume are, are, practice-worthy and, and quite difficult. And even given that, I, I kind of had a sense of, of calm listening to this because I think the hymns really come through. And I think that's one of the best things that you get from uh, a hymn at church is just a, uh, a sense of calm. And I got it from this. Um, so I want, I want our listeners to, to get an idea exactly what we're talking about here. And so we'll, we'll play first the piece that, that we mentioned already. This is um, Dawson Hole's arrangement of Amazing Grace. comes from the new CD called Reflections, featuring Tania Hole, the clarinetist, and her composer, arranger, pianist husband, Dawson. I hope you enjoy.
That was Dawson Hull's arrangement of Amazing Grace for clarinet and piano, and he's joined there with clarinetist Tania Hull. And it comes from their new CD called Reflections, and it features some very uh, interesting and beautiful arrangements of many hymns, and I have them with me on the show today. Um, I want to talk to you, too, kind of about how you came together and how you met. Um, I'm somebody who's also married to a musician, and those are kind of interesting stories that lead us to interesting futures. So, Tania, will you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, Dawson and I met at the Peabody Conservatory in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Um, I was there, already started working on my bachelor's in clarinet, and he came in my second year um, to study piano and get his master's. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we met on orientation day. Um, I was volunteering for orientation, and he came over to my table and said, hey, can I sit with y'all? <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> I've never heard that before, um, because I'm originally from South Dakota. Right. Uh, and so that was a little foreign sounding to me. Um, mm. But we we talked a little bit that day, and then I think kind of, you know, what happened was I saw that he was a believer, and so I invited him to come to our Peabody Christian Fellowship and um, so we kind of got to know each other a little bit better there. And I, I think we played some music together here and there. We did. I, I, I still remember the, the first time that we um, play, played together. I can't remember what the, what the work was. Was it Debussy? Was it the Premier Rhapsody? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But, but I, I remember from the, from the first note that, that I heard Tania play, you know, I'd, I'd heard the clarinet before. I, I had I'd actually written some for clarinet as a composition major in uh, in my undergrad, and and mm-hmm. so I, I was familiar with the clarinet and with the, with the sound of it. But I had never heard, even just from the first note. I, I still I, I can hear it today. Um, the the complexity and and the it just she had a, a tone that was dark and smooth, and I, you know I kind of just thought that's what the clarinet is supposed to sound like. And, and so that I, I remember, I, I remember that first interaction and I'll, I'll let Tania share kind of about well, how the rest of that went. So, yeah, we, we started dating pretty soon after that and um, playing more music together, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, you know, we always like to tell people a little bit about the story of when we first started playing together, because we clashed quite a bit musically. Really? <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dawson was just really, really good at playing musically and understanding the music. And, you know, he just he put his emotions and his feelings through the music so well. Um, And that was something that I still was learning at that point. Um, And so I didn't do that very well. I was more focused on technical aspects, Mm -hmm. um, you know, playing the, the right rhythms and keeping a steady tempo and, you know, playing fast stuff and fun and, you know, all that stuff. And so I would get frustrated with him if he veered from our, our tempo (laughs) or if he, you know, went a little too crazy. And I'm like, wait, what is going on? And, um, and I think he would get frustrated with me because I struggled to emote and, you know, do something with the music. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And so we did. We had a few moments of, of clashing <laughs> at the beginning there, but um, we we did uh, my degree recital at Peabody together, um, and then we got married after we both graduated um, <clears throat> that summer um, in 2009, and we've been, you know, playing together since then, obviously, and he's written all these awesome pieces for us to play, and so since then, we've kind of grown together uh, musically, mm-hmm. and it's been really fun because he has helped me to bring out my musicality mm-hmm. in in my playing, and I think I've rubbed off on him a little bit and helping him be a little bit more specific with his, you know, technical work and oh, and see. stuff like that. And so, <laughs> excellent. Well, you know, I have this. Uh, it's kind of a joke, but it also isn't a joke uh, that I tell some of my um, my clarinet students: marry a pianist. Your life will be easier because you'll always have somebody to play recitals with. And I'm kind of <laughs> laughing when I say it, but one of my students actually did marry a pianist. She said she took my advice, and I'm like, "Well, you have to find a pianist you like too." And um, so, I, I guess my question uh, and um, I'll, I'll let either one of you answer this. You can decide. But based on your uh, on your career path, like uh, Tani, I'll, I'll, I'll gear this one toward you. Um, you studied with Chris Hill in uh, South Dakota, who's a, a very well-known, fantastic clarinetist. And then you went to Peabody. Mm-hmm. What was the, the plan, like the long-term plan for you there? <laughs> and then uh, – and you know, then your life happened and you're married. And tell me how that compares to what your career is like now. Yeah. So such an interesting question (laughs) Um, because I, I really was focused on my career in music when I went to Peabody, I was not looking to date or get married or have kids or do anything like that. Um, It just wasn't really on my radar. I wanted to do it in the future, but I, I loved playing and I just wanted to play. I wanted to, you know, go on to more school. I wanted to take auditions and play in an orchestra. Um, that was, that was the goal. And that's as far as I could see at that point. Um, but you know, as God has a sense of humor, he brought (laughs) Dawson into my life and Mm -hmm. totally changed all that. Um, and we did, we got married, we moved to Georgia where Dawson was serving, um, on staff at a church there um, and that really allowed us to, you know, for him to write more. And they, they just supported us really well um, there. And I, there wasn't a whole lot for me there to do. My, my career kind of stalled, which was hard. Yeah. We were just in a place that didn't have a whole lot for me. But, mm-hmm. um, but we started a family there. We had our daughter, who's now 10. Um, and our son was born there. Um, he's eight. And then we moved to the Memphis area where we are now. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, you know, we started a family and then as the kids got a little older, I was able to kind of branch out and, and do, do more things. I started playing with the Jackson symphony here and I've been playing ever since. I think I started in 2016 mm-hmm. uh, when my son was, you know, a baby baby. And now we have a third, we've got a four month old and, um, but we're playing more than ever and Dawson's serving at a church here and we love it. I homeschool my kids. I teach, I have a clarinet studio mm-hmm. um, and we play together as much as we can. Um, 
but you know we kind of just have everything all lumped together which it sounds crazy and actually it is yeah <laughs> but it but is crazy and I, I can say that it is crazy because our life is a little bit like that, too, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, having having children. And I think one one thing that's uh, interesting about your path and something that I can relate to a lot is that um, you have music, but maybe you didn't plan for the music to manifest itself in this way. And then you have your family, which is a, a fantastic thing and something that brings a lot of joy to your life and maybe the 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 wonderfulness of it and the difficulty sometimes of balancing both of those things uh, becomes uh it's it's hard as a as a married musician couple isn't it it is it's very hard and i you know just this past um couple weeks dawson and i and a couple of the kids We've, we had like 14 concerts in 14 days um, and kids activities and my teaching. And it was just, it was a lot. It was probably too much. I don't know if we ever want to do that again, but mm-hmm. yeah. um, it is, it's hard, um, but it's very fulfilling. And, you know, our older kids now are doing their own music. So they join us for some of these concerts and things that we do. We let them take some of the spotlight and, and they love it. They love playing and, so it's kind of a family thing now, and it just—it's really cool to see how God has just meshed it all together for us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's listen to another track from your CD. Um, this is a set of variations on the hymn "He Lives," and uh, just to remind our listeners, it all comes from a, a fairly new CD called "Reflections," featuring Dawson and Tania Hall. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
that was a set of variations on the hymn He Lives, uh, featuring clarinetist Tania Hull and pianist slash arranger slash composer Dawson Hull. So I want to thank you uh, both so much for being on the show today, and um, I wish you a lot of luck in the in the future with your with your concerts, and I look forward to following you through the years. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. You've been listening to Clarinet Corner, a production of Troy Public Radio and produced by Joey Hudson. I'm Tim Phillips, and there's a lot more where that came from. This is Troy Public Radio.